God bless you this morning, this beautiful Sunday morning <clears throat> in the month of May. Praise God. Amen for you. Praise God for another opportunity to share the word of God, to uh, prayerfully um, encourage you, um, even as I encourage myself. Praise God. Amen. This word of God is, is just wonderful. Amen. As, as we share it, as we speak it, as we teach it and preach it, um, it just goes to work. Amen. It goes to work on anyone who has a listening ear. And so praying on this morning that that includes you, that you have a listening ear this morning and that you're ready to hear what thus saith the Lord. I know I'm ready. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, I need a word from God. Always. Um, always need a word from God. Uh, the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path and we praise God for it amen that that we can um, uh, utilize the word to enlighten our pathway so that yeah. we can know uh, which way to walk how to walk when to walk amen um, and so we praise God for just the opportunity to share the word uh, on this Sunday pray that God is continuing to speak to your heart and speak to your situation and your circumstances and that you continue to follow him amen if god be god then follow him amen, amen. that's what elijah told the people amen if god be god then follow him amen he's our faithful shepherd we thank god for it amen, amen. um but today uh, we have a word amen um we're going to go to Genesis chapter 32 as our foundation. So uh, if you would, um, I ask you to go with me there to uh, Genesis chapter 32. And when you get there, turn with me to verse 24 and we'll read down to verse number 26. So Genesis chapter 32, verse 24, going down to verse 26. And it says this, it says, And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he, Jacob said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Amen. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless you. We yes, bless Father. your holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And Father, we just thank you, God, for another day in yes, the land Father. of the living. Father, we ask now, that you will speak a word from heaven. And Father God, that you will bless us to hear it, bless us to receive it, bless us to walk in it, in the name of Jesus yes, Christ. Father. And Father God, I pray, oh God, for shackles to be broken today. I pray, oh God, for eyes to be opened. I pray, oh God, uh, for people to be encouraged and strengthened and, yes. and propelled forward into the great destiny that you have for them. Father God, do it not by might nor by power, but do it by your spirit. And Father God, do it by your word. Father, I just bless you now. 
uh, and ask you, O oh God, to bless and strengthen me from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. And Father God, uh, use me for your glory. And through it all, God, may you be glorified. In Jesus' name we praise you. Amen. Amen. All right, so we read um, Genesis 32. 24 through verse 26 and our title today is the common temptation the common temptation um, <clears throat> you know 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 tells us that there has no temptation taken you but such as is common to man and it also says but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye might be able to bear it. Yes. I love that scripture for so many reasons because there's so much there to encourage us. But one of the things we see there, it says that there's no temptation that has taken you no temptation that comes to you. No temptation that has taken me or come to me. But such as is common to man. Yes. So today we're talking about the common temptation. And this is not to suggest that there's only one. Because that scripture lets us know there is, you know, there's not a temptation at all. That's uncommon. Right? You get tempted, I get tempted, other people get tempted, and we all have that in common. Temptation to lie, temptation to steal, the temptation to, to blame, the temptation to finger point, right? Mm -hmm. Temptation to run away, temptation to, right? Yeah. We, we all have these temptations because they're common. And so in today's title by saying, the common temptation, not suggesting that there's only one, but we want to talk about one in particular today. Um, and that temptation that we want to talk about is the temptation to give up. Mm. Now, many times when we look at 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, and we see there is no temptation, right, that has taken you, but such as, as common to man, we think about sin, right? Many times we think about temptation in terms of sin. Yes. Mm -hmm. And certainly you can be tempted to sin. We all are. Jesus was tempted to sin. Amen. Um, but not when we look at the Bible, that word temptation is also talking about tests and trials. So some of it is not necessarily re related to sin. When, when, you know, when we go through certain tests, when God tests us, when, when we go through the tribulations of life, the struggles of life, the trials of life, mm -hmm. those are temptations too, things that try us. Yes. So tempt and, and a temptation to sin is trying you as well, to trying to get you to say no to God and yes to the devil or to your flesh. So when we think of temptations, it's not just a temptation to do a, 
or to commit a sin, it's about just being tested and being tried. And so some of those things are common to us as well. So when you and I are fighting the good fight of faith and we're struggling to keep the faith mm-hmm. and to do what God wants us to do, that's a trial. That's a test. That's a temptation. Yes. yes. And it's not necessarily related to us doing something sinful. It's it's about continuing on in that journey against the temptation, the trial, and the test. And so when we think about temptation, let's think about it more broadly to include and especially include those tests, those trials, those tribulations that come to us all. Mm -hmm. And, And... What's so important about understanding that the temptations are common is because there are times when we'll do it to ourselves when it's a good thing. And when it's a not so good thing, the devil will do it to us. Mm-hmm. And what's the and what's the it? It's it's to believe that somehow we're the only one. So when we're doing something good, we will sometimes tell ourselves and tell others, we're the only one who's doing such and such a thing. Elijah was like that. Yeah. When, when, when it, in Israel, when Ahab and Jezebel were ruling, and you had the false prophets of Baal and all the rest of that, and Elijah made an open show of them on Mount Carmel, in, in, in 1 Kings 19, when God told him to come up to the mountain, Elijah was like, was saying, I'm the only one. I'm the only one left. I'm the only one who hasn't turned his back on you. I'm the only one who hasn't kissed Baal. And God called him out and he gave him some assignments. Go anoint Jehu and and, and go anoint Elisha in your place. And right, he gave him some assignments. Mm-hmm. Then after he gave him some assignments, he then said to him, And oh, by the way, I got seven thousand others <laughs> yes. who haven't turned their back on yes. yes. Amen. So God had to let him know, you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. And see, sometimes we can convince ourselves of that. We're doing well, we're doing good. You know, we're the only one at work yes. who's doing this. No, you're not the only one, amen? And sometimes we convince ourselves of that and we get a little bit of a, you know, we get into a little bit of a fit. Right. But the truth is, we're not the only one. Conversely, when we mess up, when we're struggling, the devil will try to convince us yeah. that we're the only one. You're the only one who feel that way. You're the only one who, who's, who's failing. You're the only one who hasn't been a success out of your high school class, out of your college class. You're the only one whose ministry hasn't taken off yet. You're the only one. See, he'll try to convince you when things aren't well that you're the only one. And and, and that's the thing we have to reconcile and understand. This only one business 
whether it's a good on the good side or the bad side, is a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. Amen. We're not the only one. Glory to God. If we were the only one, then Jesus couldn't relate to us in that particular situation. See, but the Bible tells us that Jesus was in all points tempted as we were, yet without sin. And the reason why he was tempted just as we were, the Bible says that he suffered being tempted so that he's able to succor or to, to, to comfort and to relieve us in our temptation. Mm -hmm. So we can't be the only one because if we're the only one who's ever gone through something, then Jesus can't speak to it. But Jesus went through everything we did. That's why he became a man. That's why he, right, he took upon flesh and became a man. So that he can go through this experience called life on earth. Yes. And then speak to us in our various situations. How many of you are glad about it? So we're not the only one. And so we're talking about the common temptation because and in and, and, and doing so, we're talking about that that. One of the biggest temptations is the temptation to give up. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, that temptation to throw in the towel, that temptation to say, I've had enough, right? I had enough of this. I had enough of this man. I've had enough of this woman. I've had enough of this job. I've had enough of this neighborhood. I've had enough of my, my family members. I just had enough. I had enough of this struggle. I had enough of not having nice things, right? We, we can just, we get to a point where we look around and you know what? I just have had enough. Yeah, Anybody ever get to that point? And see, sometimes we, we find ourselves where we believe that we just want to get away from everything and everybody. And sometimes, glory to God in heaven, we even can get to a point where we believe we want to get away from God too. Mm -hmm. I had enough of this church stuff, man. I had enough. I had enough of this reading. I had enough of this devotion. I had enough of this, this praising. I had enough because my life is still the same. I had enough of this. I had enough of the waiting on God. Yeah. I've had enough of, of, of believing on God even though I don't see him doing anything. I've had enough. And see, people who have walked with God with a sincerity of heart understand what I'm talking about. You see, because some people want to claim I don't do that. I've never been there. I've never felt like giving up. I'm always, you know, they, and they start saying, I ain't in no ways tired. <laughs> well, I don't know about you. You may be in no ways tired, but brother gets tired, amen? And yeah. there's times when I've gotten tired, and, and I know all the sincere people of the faith who yeah. have gotten tired. Yeah. And see, if, if someone says to me, I'm in no ways tired, and you don't feel like giving up, I don't believe you, because Jesus felt like giving up. When Jesus was in the garden, he said, he said to his father, you know, if it be possible, yes. take this cup from me. What he was saying, that was a test. That was a trial. And he was being tempted and he wanted to go, you know what? If there's another way to do this, I'm all ears, father. I'm all ears. That's what he was saying. Because yes. he didn't want to go. There was a part of him that said, I don't want to do this. If it's possible, Father, if it's possible, you know, if you got a plan B, I'm good with that. Yes, Jesus. 
That's what he said in the garden. But then he pushed past that and what? And then said what? But nevertheless. And see, we God brought us into the garden so that we could see that. That we could see that even his son, the lamb without blemish, yet when faced with the trial and the temptation and a test, began to have second thoughts. Yes. And see, how many of us begin to have second thoughts? Second thoughts about following God. Second thoughts about being committed to God. Second thoughts about being committed to people in our lives. Second thoughts about being committed to ministry or jobs or career. Second thoughts. We have second thoughts. Mm -hmm. They're temptations. They're trials. And they're coming. Glory to yes. God. They're coming. And so some of us, sometimes, amen, we, we get into that place and we're just struggling and struggling and struggling. Because listen, life can be hard sometimes. Yes. Amen. Life can be chaotic sometimes. It can be like, you know, you're, in a, you're a ship and you're just on the stormy seas. Mm. And you just say, you know what? I want to I, I get out of this mess. Mm -hmm. I want to get out of this mess. But God wants you to know, amen, that, that if you've ever felt like that, and if you're feeling like that now, don't beat yourself up and don't believe the devil when he's trying to tell you that somehow you are some special kind of bad because it's not the case. Amen. It's a common temptation, amen. It's common to man. It's common to woman. And we use as our foundation, though, today, the scripture text that we read in Genesis chapter 32. Because I believe that there are some things here as we look at Jacob and his wrestling match with God that we can take uh, with us to overcome those temptations, and especially this common temptation yes, yes. to give up. And as we come to this portion of, this, uh, of the text, we're mindful that Jacob had a rough life. Mm -hmm. You know, Jacob had a life where, you know, there was some family turmoil. His, his mom loved him more than she loved his brother Esau, mm -hmm. his father loved Esau more than he loved Jacob. Jacob is a deceiver. His name means deceiver and he deceived Esau out of his blessing. He deceived Isaac in order to get the blessing. He connived with Esau to take his birthright. Esau wanted to kill him. Mm -hmm. His mother who helped him deceive his father says, you know, go to my brother Laban. He goes over there. He meets Rachel, wants to marry her. Right? Rachel. Mm -hmm. Right? Wants to marry her. And Laban then deceives him yes. and marries Leah. But Leah knows that he's, she's hated in his eyes. Yes. And yes. Then, then he gets Rachel and then 
he, 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 he's working for Laban, worked for me seven more years, he works for Laban, let me take the speckled cattle. They took the speckled cattle out of the herd so he could work even more. He gets, God blesses him, he gets the speckled cattle, God tells him to leave, he leaves. Rachel then steals her father's idols. Jesus, yes. And they go in and then Laban comes chasing after them. And see, part of this is just part of the story. But I, we, we have to share this because sometimes we think about the people in the Bible as if they lived like, you know, they, they knew God. And like life was easy. No, they knew God and life was still hard, yes, man. Indeed. Life still had mess. Life still had intrigue. And it still had dishonesty, and it still had deceit, and it still had family issues. It had some ups and it had some downs. Yeah. It had some sickness and it had yeah. some health. It had some good times and it had some bad times, even though they knew God. And so you know God, I know God. Why should we expect our lives to be any different? And so this Jacob, one of the patriarchs who knew, who knew God, he... We find him here right after Laban tracked him down looking to, you know... Do a little something to him, amen. But they made peace and Laban went on his way and, and Jacob's on his way to meet Esau and he's finding out that Esau's coming with 400 men and now he's scared. And he gives all these all this cattle and, and he tells his, his herdsmen, go ahead and go in front of me and, and, and make sure you tell Esau this is for him and tell him that I'm right behind. Just keep going. He's trying to, he's hoping Esau's going to be won over by all these gifts. Mm -hmm. And then he took his family, he took them over the river, and he put his possessions on the river, and then he comes back to, on the other side of the river, and he's there alone at night by himself. Mm -hmm. Why we tell you all that? Because have you ever been there, amen? He's, he's, he, he's in a dark place by himself. Yes. Glory to God. Have you ever been in a dark place by yourself? Mm -hmm. And see, this is where he has his encounter with God. Oh, it's wonderful. Glory to God. When Peter took, when I'm sorry, when Jesus took Peter and John and, and they go up to the mountain. Amen. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is transfigured before their eyes and everything is bright. Yes. Jesus' clothes are bright, whiter than any fuller soap. Amen. It's bright, 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 bright. His face is bright. Everything's bright. And Peter, it's good that we are here. Right? Oh, it's good to be on top of the mountain where it's nice and bright. It's good to be up here. Let's build some tents. Let's stay up here. It's good to be up here. Oh, it's great, isn't it? It's good to be on top of the mountain, isn't it? It's good when your money is flowing. It's good when your body is healthy. It's good when your marriage is happy. It's good when your children are happy yes. and right. It's good, right? When, life is, when, the, when the soft breeze is coming across your face, it's good. And God is good. And you just want to stay there. Oh, magnify the Lord, right? Because he is worthy to be praised. It's good up here. There are times, though, where you ain't on the bright side of the mountain and, and it's all good up here. Sometimes you're in a dark place yes, by yourself. Amen. And it's hard to find anything good in that situation. Yeah. And that's where Jacob found himself. He was in a dark place by himself. But here's the wonderful thing. 
This is where he had his wrestling match with God. Now, the Bible says he wrestled with a man, but he was wrestling with God. Amen. You read the text. Because God, the man blessed him. Amen. The, the, the man told him, listen, what are you asking me my name for? Amen. The man blessed him. He wrestling with God. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that God inhabits the dark places too? Yes. Amen. Yes. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that the God we serve inhabits the dark places too? Aren't you glad that the God that we serve walks through the valley of the shadow of death too? Aren't you glad? Amen. Amen. That, that our yeah. God walks in the midst of the storm. Aren't you glad that our God shows up in the midst of the burning fiery furnace? Aren't you glad that yeah. our God just doesn't show up in the nice, bright, pleasant places? Aren't you glad that God shows up in the dark? Because that's where Jacob is. Jacob is in the dark and he's by himself and God shows up. And when God shows up, amen, as it says here in verse 24, Jacob was left alone, and there he, he wrestled a, a man uh, until the breaking of day. He begins wrestling with God at night. He, he begins wrestling with God in the dark. And he wrestles with God until a glimmer of light starts to break. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. And see, sometimes, it, see, day doesn't just come like that. Day, see, Jesus. see, the dawn comes in slowly, Jesus. right? And, and I know that we want our darkness to be turned to day just like that. But see, day, it, 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 look what it says, that he wrestled with him until the breaking. Jesus. Day. See, day breaks in. It, does, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't just show up. It kind of, you know, it, it, it breaks through the darkness. First, a little bit of light, then a little bit more, and a little bit more, and a little bit more until you reach the fullness of day. And so he, he wrestles with God until the light begins to break through. Jesus. And see, yes. that's one of the things when we feel like giving up. One of the things that we want to take from this is we need to get, glory to God, we need to get a hold of God. Amen. See, because wrestling is about holding. Wrestling is about, you know, positioning and not letting go. Your hand is always on the hand of the other person. When you wrestle, you ever see high school wrestling, Olympic wrestling, college wrestling? Once they put their hands on each other, they're always touching each other yeah. until the match is over. I think that's the only sport that's like that. Mm. Boxing, they hit each other, but even then they go back to their ring, and sometimes they just dance around the ring and do nothing. Football, they call a play. <laughs> they hit each other, but then they go back in the huddle and call the next play. Basketball, in this NBA, they don't play defense. They don't even touch each other anymore. <laughs> but in wrestling, once your hands are on the other person, they don't come Jesus. And see, that's why he's wrestling with God. So we understand something. With that whole wrestling with God, he's like, I got to get a hold of God. And once I get a hold of God, I ain't letting go. 
And so he gets a hold of God, and he's wrestling with God, and he, the wrestling match starts in the dark, and he keeps wrestling until a glimmer of light yes, starts to break through. And see, some of us, amen, you may be so close to that glimmer of light starting to break through. And that could be the thing that gives you hope to hold on just a little bit longer. See, God doesn't, you, you remember, we were talking about Elijah, Elijah earlier. When he went up to the mountain and he's praying for rain, and he kept telling his servant, go see if it's raining, go see if the clouds are coming, go see if it's raining. And the servant goes seven times, goes, no, no, it's not raining. <laughs> Nothing happened, Elijah. He said, go again. And he went the seventh time, what? He saw a cloud in the sky the size of a man's hand. Amen. Yeah. That wasn't some big old rain cloud. It was just a little glimmer of hope. It's about to rain. And that's what Elijah said, right? He saw that little glimmer and he said, that's it right there. Amen. That's what I was waiting for. That's God in the sky. And it's about to rain. Yeah. And the Bible tells us that behind that small cloud, there was darkness and thunderings and lightnings in the heavens. See, 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 the glimmer is just a sign, a small sign of what's behind it, amen? That, that there's something great behind it. There's something spectacular behind it. There's a breakthrough behind it. And so he wrestles with the man. He wrestles with the man until just the day begins to break. Yeah. But his wrestling with him is a sign that he understood something. I'm in a bad place right now. I just had Laban coming after me. My brother is coming toward me with 400 men. I'm going into a new phase in my life. I just left Laban's house. I don't know really where I'm going to go. And now my brother's coming. And he got all this uncertainty. His family is with him. And he's in a dark place by himself. And he knew something. God, you showing up in a dark place. I'm holding on to you. Amen. See, when we get into that place where we feel like giving up, that's a dark place. How many of you know that? That's a lonely place. That, that, that's, that's a place, amen, where not a lot of our friends are going to be yes. present, amen. The, the, those you know, those so-called friends are going to be nowhere to be found. Mm. But when we get there to that common place of that common temptation, we got to hold on to God. Amen. We, we There's something on the inside of us that you just know. I need God. How many of you know that? I need God. Amen. Yeah. You know, I, I need God. I may not need a new pair of shoes, but I need God. Amen. I may not need a new job, but I need God. Amen. Amen. I, this house, I, you know what? I, may not, I don't need a new house, but I need God. Amen. Amen. We need God. And Jacob understood that. He said, I, I, I need God. I got to get a hold of him. So when, when we have that kind of temptation where we feel like giving up, first thing we got to go, I got to get a hold of God. Amen. amen. I, however you got to do it, you do it. Amen. If you got to, amen, if you got to go to this word and stay in it, amen, close your door and just right. don't say nothing to people for three days or a week, then that's what you need to do. Amen. amen. You, 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 you got to get a hold of God. Amen. When you feel like giving up on life, when you feel like turning away from the destiny yes. that God has amen. called you to, you got to get a hold of the God who made you. Amen. You got to get a hold yes. of God. Go in your prayer closet and get a hold of God. Go into the word and get a hold of God. Break out into some praise and get a hold to God. Yes, Whatever you Jesus. need to do, get alone by yourself and just listen. Amen. Look up into the sky. Look up into the hills from whence cometh your help. But you need to 
get yes, a hold Jesus. of God. And so Jacob got a hold of God and he's wrestling with him just until the day begins to break through. And in verse 25, he says, And when he, the man, saw that he prevailed not against Jacob, he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh. And Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And the man said to Jacob, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And Jacob said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. Now, the way I like to say this is Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so let, let, let's, let's just take a look at Jacob's statement and find more encouragement when we feel like giving up. First of all, Jacob said, I'm not letting go. <laughs> That's a quality decision that he made. Yeah. And at some point, we have to make that commitment, right? Like we said earlier, if God be God, follow him, right? Life, life is hard. Life, and if it's not hard now, it's going to get hard. Right. And sometimes it's going to get harder before it gets better. But we have to have a commitment within ourselves. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Within ourselves, I'm not letting go. And the reason why I say within ourselves is that there are times when people, you know, you may want to give up. Mm -hmm. And you go to somebody and you hope and they encourage you not to give up. And you looking to them for something that needs to come from the inside of you. Amen. See, you have to have that determination to say, I will not let go. Jacob didn't have anybody to go to for encouragement as he wrestled with God in his dark place. But he had to have an inner commitment and conviction that says, I'm not letting go. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what other people are going to do. But I'm not letting go. And that's what we have to have. So when people say, oh, you know, sister so-and-so, yeah, she, she just dropped out of the church. She don't go to the church anymore. I'm so surprised. And here's the thing. You need to pray for sister so-and-so, but just because sister so-and-so gave up don't mean you need to give up. You have to have that conviction within yourself. I'm seeing this through to the end. Yes. Amen. Amen. There's a song that long ago they used to say, all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. Mm -hmm. My wife knows that song, but she won't sing that song. <laughs> that's what the song used to say, right? All the way, I'm going all the way with the yes. Lord. What's that saying? I'm not turning back. I'm not giving up. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm going all the way with God. We have to make that and have that inner commitment. And watch this. Yes. There will be times when people will try to tell us to give up. Well-meaning people. Oh, you've been at that for so long. You still believe in God for that. You know, you still believe in, you know, for God to turn your health situation around. You still believe in God going to give you a wife. You still believe in you going to have a child. You 37 years old. You still believe Right? <laughs> yes. Psalm 11 and 1, David wrote this. He says, 
In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? What David was saying is, I put my trust in God. And he's talking to people when he said, how say ye to my soul? How are you telling me, run away? You see? He's saying, listen, he said, I put my trust in God. How are you telling me to run away? And so when people tell you to give up, you might as well let that go and all the rest of that, don't believe them, amen? You have to have within yourself a commitment to say, I'm holding on to the yes. Lord. And so Jacob said, he says, I won't let go. And the man was telling him, let me go. So you'll hear voices that will tell you, let you let go. Let go of God's hand. Let go of God's promises. Let go of God's goodness. You'll hear that a well-meaning friend will tell you to flee to the mountains. Mm -hmm. Will flee. Get on up out of here. Go to greener pastures. But you have to say, I put my trust in God. Yeah. And I am not going to let go. Jacob then says that he said, I will not let go until you bless me. And to me, the word that's so important is the word until. <laughs> he said, I will not let go until. And I just want to focus on that word for a second. Because that word is so important, until. Why? Because, see, see, I know people who establish a timetable for jumping off. <laughs> Glory to God. I know people who establish a timetable for jumping on. Well, I'm going to try this job for six months, and if it don't work out, I'm leaving. That's true. They, they, they've established a timetable for jumping on. I'm going to try this for the next three weeks. If it don't work, then I'm going to try something else. They already are thinking about jumping off because they have a timetable. And see, I find that, 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 that true success comes when you're in it for the long haul. Yes. Glory to God. You don't put a timetable on the thing. Amen. You, you, you know, you're going to build your business until it's successful. Glory to God. You know, I'm going to try this for two years. If it don't work, then I'm going to go back and get a job. I'm telling you right now, that man's on his way back to the, to the unemployment line because he's going to be looking for a job because his commitment is not where it should be. He should have an until commitment. I'm going to work this business until it's successful. Glory to God. I'm going to work this ministry until it's successful. I'm going to go to school until I get my diploma. It's not a, I'm going to go to school, let's see how it work out for the next three months. I don't know if I can balance it. See, you already said that that's a, I'm getting ready to jump off. You already marked it on your calendar in your mind. Three months. Right? Three months. And if it don't work by then, I'm like, no. Jacob said, I'm not, I won't let go until. Yeah. <laughs> what? What is he saying? What's it? Right. Until you bless me. What's he saying? Until I get it. I ain't letting go. Until I get it, I ain't going nowhere. Until I get it, you can say all you want about let me go. Dawn is breaking. This is breaking. That is breaking. That is breaking. I don't care what's breaking. Until I get Amen. what I need, I'm not letting go. 
until. See, some of us got to get an until in our spirit. Amen. Don't put a timetable on your success. You say, I'm in this until, right? Don't put a timetable on God. He's outside of time anyway. So you just going to stand here and believe God what? Until. Until what? Until he does it. Amen. I'm going to be here until I get it. Until he does it. Until the door opens. Until the chains come off. Until I'm healed. Until my prosperity yes. comes in. Until I get back in my right mind. Until my peace is restored. Until my joy strengthens me. Yes. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here until the promises of God are yea and amen yes. in my life. I'm going to stand right here until. Amen. Amen. See, this is the see, see, cause we're gonna we're gonna be tempted to give up. But when the temptation comes, we gotta have something to say to that temptation. Mm. See, so when the temptation comes, we gotta go, I ain't letting go. I'm not going back. I'm not turning back. I'm not letting go. I'm getting a hold of God and I'm not letting go. And when temptation then says, uh, well, how long are you gonna give it? <laughs> Amen. 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 How long are you gonna give it? What do you mean, how long I'm going to give it? It's not on a timetable. It's not on a clock. It's not on a watch. I'm going to be here, what? Until. Can you imagine if you were a fighter? I know you're a peaceful person. But if you were a fighter and someone said to you, and you're going to, you know, you're a boxer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a boxing match. And you tell your promoter, <coughs> all right, I'll box him. I'll, I'll box him. Find out how many rounds he want to go. Find out he want to go three rounds like the Olympics. Find out he want to do 10 rounds like a non-title fight. And find out he want to do 15 rounds mm-hmm. for the title. And your promoter goes over to the other camp and asks them how long the other guy wants to go. And he comes back and he goes to you. I talked to him and he said, what do you say? How, 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 how many rounds he want to go? How long he want to fight? How long he want this fight to be? And your promoter said, he said he's ready to fight until. Until what? <laughs> he didn't say until what? He just said until. Jesus. See, that will put the fear of God in you, amen? When someone says to you, I'm going to be right here wow. until. Mm-hmm. See, see, that lets you know this ain't no game. That that person is serious. Yep. Right? Because, see, a lot of people don't have until in their spirit. They got to go home and eat. They got to go watch their show. They got to get to the mall. They got some stuff to do. They don't have an until in their spirit. But if you have an until in your spirit. Jesus, Jesus. See, now you're walking in the spirit of Jacob who's one of the patriarchs. Amen. Now you're walking in that spirit that, that says, I'm going to get. What God has for me. I'm not giving up. Glory to God. Amen. I'm going to overcome this common temptation. I'm going to get a hold of God. And I'm going to hold on to him. How long? What's the timetable? Until. Until. Amen. Amen. Then until what? He said, until you bless me. And see, this is the thing that, 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 that 
is so I love about this is because even in his dark place, Jacob didn't lose sight of the truth that his blessings come from God. Mm -hmm. So he's saying, I'm going to get, I'm going to lay hold of God, who is the source of my life, who is the strength of my life, and who is the foundation of my blessing. And I'm going to get a hold on him. And I'm going to, I'm not letting go until he gives me what only he can give me. Yeah. Amen. I'm getting from God what I need from God. And Jacob knew something. I need a blessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want Esau not to be mad with me, but I need a blessing from God. Yeah, I'm glad Laban made his little covenant with me. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Let us not fight while and all the rest of it. Yeah, I'm glad about all that, but I need a blessing from yes. God. Amen. Amen. And so when we're in that dark place, in that lonely place, we can't lose sight of the fact of this. What I need mm -hmm. in that dark and lonely place, truly only God can give to me. Amen. Yeah, your spouse can give you something, but that ain't going, that ain't done. That's not going to deliver you from the dark and lonely amen. place. Oh, it may make you feel a little bit better, amen. But you, listen, there's, only, there's certain things that only God can do for us, amen. amen. And Jacob is like, I'm not letting go until I get what I need. Yeah. I need a blessing from the Lord. How many of you can say that today? I need a blessing yes, from God. Amen. Listen, thank you for calling me. I really appreciate you thinking of me. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, you, and it's sincere. You ain't putting it down. That's good stuff. I'm talking about greater stuff, though. Amen. I'm talking. I'm not saying things. There's certain things that are just greater, and God is great. God is greater than anything and anybody, and 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 we need a blessing. From the Lord, amen. And Jacob didn't lose sight. That's where my blessings come from. My blessings don't come from my job. My blessings don't come from my business. My yes. blessings don't come from, from my bank account. My blessings don't come from that. My blessings flow from the God of heaven and earth. And, and so he's saying, I'm not letting go of you, God, until you bless me. I don't need other people to bless me. I need you to bless me. I need a blessing from the hand of God Almighty. Yes, amen. And so when we feel like giving up, and we feel like turning away from God, first of all, we got to hold on to Him. Right? We got to have that determination within us. Don't look for it to come from somewhere else. It got to come from within you. Yes. I'm not letting go of God. And then that, that, that real determination that says, and I'm in this, what? Until I get my blessing. Yes. Amen. Amen. I'm in this until I see the promise of God come to pass. Amen. Because when you go back to, 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 to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, it says, there's no temptation that's taken you, but such as is common to man. And then the next words are these. But God, God. <laughs> yes. is faithful. Amen. You see? But God is faithful. And so when we go through our temptations and you feel like giving up 
and, and, and I feel like giving up, and you and I can point to so many things why we should give up, we need to summon within our soul, but God is faithful. Amen? But God is faithful. Yeah, but you've been at this for a long time, but God is faithful. I feel like you and I feel like throwing in the towel, but God is faithful. Right? We have to hold on to that. But God, glory to God, Amen. is faithful. And God will do it. He'll bless you. He'll bless me. Amen. He'll, he'll bring us through and show us his goodness so that we can endure this temptation. Right? Isn't that what it says? Yes. But God is faithful. Because he's not going to suffer us to be tempted, what? Above that we are able. So right. we're able. And then watch this. But with the temptation... Do what? He's also going to give us a way to escape that we might be able to bear it. Amen. So God, so, so what's that mean? There's a way out. Amen. There's a way out of the trial and trial. Not a way out like, you know, like, like, sometimes I used to think of this as an escape hatch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you know, <laughs> the floor would open up and you just drop out, you know what I mean, of your problems. You know, problem is up here and somebody pulls a lever, God pulls a lever, and, and, and the floor open up and you just drop into a better place. <laughs> yes. But I don't believe that's what God means. <laughs> I don't believe that's what God means. When he said there's a way of escape, I don't believe he means like you run away like some little coward, yes. just not faith. No, he's saying, I'm going to show you a way to be true to who you are, which is what? Yeah. More than a conqueror. Being true to who you are. Being an overcomer. Mm -hmm. Which is going to allow us to overcome some things. But, that blessing though, it's going to come at a price. Because yeah. after you make that commitment that you're going to hold on to God and you're going to hold on to him until you get what you need from him, in the process, some things are going to change. Mm -hmm. Jacob, some things changed in his life. What was the biggest thing that changed in his life? Well, the hollow of his thigh, his thigh got knocked out of socket. Yes. Meaning some things got displaced, some things got uprooted in his life. He walked differently after that, right? And see, for us too, God's going to bless us, but in the process, he may have to uproot some stuff, right? Because one of the things we have to understand is many times we don't stumble into dark places. Now, Job didn't necessarily do anything. I say necessarily, that's a bigger message at some point because Job has some stuff going on too. Because we all got stuff going on, amen. Ain't nobody perfect up in here, amen. <laughs> so don't give me the joke, then, amen. We all got stuff. <laughs> but that's not the point. <laughs> but but some things have to change. You know, he, he got into a situation Jacob did. Some of us believe like life just... Like, we just stumble into bad luck. Yeah. We just stumble into dark places. I'm not saying everything is your fault or everything is my fault, but more things are our fault than we admit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that. Amen. More things are our fault than we admit. 
You know, some of the decisions that we make. You ever made a bad decision? Some of the responses that we've had that weren't the best one. You ever had an inappropriate response? Some of the thoughts that we think. You ever think some stuff that's not right? You understand? We're honest. We know. We something right? We don't always do things right, and then we end up in certain places, right? Because here's the thing, right? Whatsoever you sow, that shall you also reap. Not just good stuff. Whatsoever stuff. And so because of that, yeah, you and I are going to hold on to God and we're going to hold on until, but we got to understand that in the process of being blessed, God going to make some changes. Amen. 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 Because some of the things that got us in those dark, lonely places in the first place are things that God wants us to avoid as we go forward. Mm. Amen. Amen. And so there might be some things he's going to have to uproot in your life. But here's the thing. When that common temptation comes to you, we're going to leave you with two things, two thoughts, right? When, when that common temptation comes to you that has come to so many, I'm giving up on this. I'm tired. People of God, you know, I'm tired. I, I don't know about following this. Right? When that comes to you, remember, remember Peter. Remember our friend Peter, right? Uh, when all those disciples wanted to walk away from Jesus, they started talking about, you got to drink my blood and eat my flesh and and Jesus said, you're going to go away too? And Peter said, what? Where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. He said, you have the words of eternal life. Yeah. And so just think about that. When that common temptation comes to you that says, you know, I'm ready to give up. Here's the thing. Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Right? Where are you going to go? Your Jesus has the words of eternal life. So that means he has the words to speak to you this this temporal life here on earth, and he has words to speak to your eternal life, amen, that you have as a disciple of Christ who knows the Father. So where do you want to go? Jesus has everything that you need, amen. And then I want to leave you with Hagar. Because remember when Sarah treated Hagar harshly because uh, Sarah had given uh, Abraham to Hagar to mm-hmm. bear a child and when Hagar got pregnant uh, you know, Sarah was now despised in Hagar's eyes and so uh, Sarah treated her harshly right. and it says that Hagar fled from the face of her mistress mm-hmm. what she do? She ran away and that's what happens for us, right? When people treat us harshly, we want to run away. When life treats us harshly, we want to run away. Mm-hmm. When things don't go our way, we want to run away. Yeah. It's a human instinct. It's common to man. Yeah. We want to run away. Mm-hmm. But God met Hagar in the wilderness and said, where are you coming from? And where are you going? Where are you going? She said, I'm fleeing from, from a harsh life. And he said, go back to that harsh life. Mm-hmm. He said, return and submit. Right? Mm-hmm. Go back and submit. And so one of the things is that, one, if, when you feel like running away, ask yourself, where are you going to go? Jesus has the words of eternal life. And second, if you listen real closely, you're going to hear God say, don't run, return and submit to my authority. Return and submit to my will for your life. Return and submit. Amen. Don't give up. And so I want to encourage you today, amen. This is a common temptation. We all feel this from time to time. Don't you feel bad if you feel like giving up? 
Don't you feel bad if you've been thinking, you know what, I'm ready to throw in the towel. That's common. Amen. It's common. But there's an answer for it too. And I pray that as you look at Jacob and you look at his determination to find God in the dark place, to hold on to God for dear life, to be determined that he's going to do it until his blessing comes because he understands that God is his source. Yes. Pray that those things encourage you and, and, and strengthen you to hang on right now and come through this common temptation with an uncommon testimony that's going to give God the praise. Amen. Amen. Glory to God in heaven. Let's pray today. Glory to God. Father, we bless your holy name. Yes, and we thank you, God, for your work. God, we thank you that you understand us so much and, and so intimately, oh God. And, and Father, that you speak to our situation, you speak to our insecurities, you speak to our faults, our failings, and our frailty, and God, you love us just the same. And so, Father, we just bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, we uh, determine, oh God, to take the words that you shared with us today and to walk in them. God, we declare, like Jacob, that we won't let go until you bless us. Glory to God. We won't let go until we see the promises of God come to pass in our life. We won't let go until we see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And Father, we bless you and thank you that as we go through these temptations, oh God, we can hang on.